0: I won't say it's time to stop being scared of your money. I will say it is time to stop letting that fear control your actions and limit your possibilities. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money, because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host Jacquette Timmins, and I am really, really glad that you are joining me today, our final episode of 2023. And before we get into it, here's a question that I have for you: Are you looking to transform your finances in 2024? Meaning you want to change how you approach and manage your finances because you want increased financial stability, increased financial success, confidence, and overall well-being. If any of that is true for you, then let's explore working together one-on-one to create a holistic game plan that can help you get what you want. Just send me a DM on Instagram so that we can schedule a discovery call, talk about your goals, and see if working together is a good fit. For now, though, let's dive into today's show. I am recording this just a few days before we ring in the new year. So it's that time of year where many of us carve out time to reflect on the year that's coming to a close. And simultaneously, we are beginning to plan and to set our eyes toward the new year that is fast approaching, the new year that is on the horizon. As we inch closer to January 1, 2024, what are you hoping for? And if you haven't yet taken the time to write this down, press pause because now may be a great time to do so. But whenever you do it, I suspect that wrapped up in your hopes are both the desire for something new and also something more fulfilling, whether you want something new or more fulfilling emotionally, psychologically, financially, and maybe just simply practically. I don't need to know or to see what you've written down, although I am curious and I would love to. I don't need to know what's in your heart or in your head to confidently say this. Money will play an important role in what you want in the year ahead. In some instances, this role is the driving force. In others, it's a common, underlying, ever-present factor. And whenever money is present, so too is your relationship with money. Because not only does this show up in every swipe, every deposit, and every fiscal choice that you make, it frequently intersects with your hopes, your intentions, your goals or resolutions in ways small and large. And guess what else plays an important role? Showing up, taking up center stage in subtle and not so subtle ways. Fear. It is sitting alongside your anticipation of and excitement for the year ahead. And as you may know, I am not one to suggest that you quell your fears. On the contrary, I actually recommend you befriend your fears, especially when it comes to money. And if you want to hear more of my take on this, just go and check out episode 109 to hear more about that. But one of the reasons that I take this stance is because fear, it is a natural and fundamental human emotion. This is what makes fear universal. So from my perspective, the goal isn't to not feel afraid or to discount the money fears that you have. Rather, the goal is to identify the specific nature of your fear and to get curious as to why is it surfacing when it does? What are the triggers for that? This, my friend, is what makes fear in general and with regard to money, more specifically, personal. So, what scares you? I ask because your fears are unique to you, influenced by your experiences, beliefs, expectations, and current financial situation. Addressing these fears often involves, involves I should say, understanding their root causes so that you can take proactive steps. So let me spend a few moments sharing with you a few ways to help you do just that, beginning with identifying your money fears. Just as writing down your hopes, your intentions, and your goals is important, so too is getting clear about what scares you about money and how might this affect you getting what you want. So here are a few examples. Are you afraid of doing something wrong? For example, making a mistake or the wrong choice? Are you afraid of not having enough? For example, not having sufficient savings or investments to cover your future needs, your future wants, or unexpected emergencies. Are you afraid of having too much? Yes, this is real for some people. And so if that is a fear of yours, do you question your ability to manage large sums responsibly or to hire the right team to help you? Do you worry about how your wealth or your increasing wealth might affect some of your relationships? Are you afraid of working harder for your money than it is actually working for you? Are you afraid of your heirs, you know, squandering your legacy? So what you have worked so hard for and you are being intentional about estate planning and all of that stuff, do you feel that they actually may mishandle what you intend to leave behind? Are you afraid that you will never, ever, ever get out of debt? and thus have the experience of that financial freedom you are longing to have once you're able to say, yes, I am debt free. Here's one, it's a little closer to home for me. Are you afraid that you will fall short of meeting a financial goal again? And so you wonder if you really have what it takes to make it happen because every time that you've tried before you have fallen short yeah this is one of mine whether your money fear is one that i have mentioned or not please know this a your fears are valid so don't feel bad for having them also, please take a moment to notice the ways in which your fears impact the choices you notice and the decisions you make or don't. In other words, acknowledge your fears. The power of them is reduced when you acknowledge them. So acknowledge them, but stay in the driver's seat. Here's another a way. So number two, if you will, move from paralysis to action. Instead of allowing your money fears to paralyze or dictate your actions, use them as motivators. Turn your fears into fuel for setting clearer goals in general and understanding the financial component of them in particular. So for instance... If the fear of not having enough resources is what is dominating your thoughts, well then channel that into energy that will you know, help you create a robust savings and investment plan or help you with exploring new revenue streams. I know those words come out of my mouth and it's like, oh duh, that sounds so obvious. And yet far too many people stay stuck in inaction. Here's a third one, transfer skills to enhance your financial confidence. Look for the ways to transfer the confidence that you have in other areas of your life and work to your approach to money. Because at the end of the day, skills are skills, but often it is hard to see this, A, and B, to apply them in an area where you feel self-conscious and perhaps less proficient because of past experience and results. Here's another, be specific. Instead of vague hopes, intentions and goals, be specific. Go from, I want to go on vacation to declaring, where do you want to go? When do you want to go? How do you want to experience that? So what type of experience do you want to have? Do you want to carry, you know, I'm sorry, carry. Do you want to fly first class and stay in a five-star hotel? Or are you okay with flying coach and staying in a three-star hotel? Be very specific about that. Go from, I want to pay off debt and be debt-free to declaring, How much do you want to reduce your debt by, by year's end? This clarity doesn't breed certainty, but it does breed focus. And this focus provides a roadmap for continuously taking action as you move forward. Here's another. Remember, change is gradual. Change doesn't happen overnight. If it would... If it did, we would all just just simply be in a different and better, perhaps, position. So it doesn't happen overnight. But that doesn't mean that we should discount each step because each step, no matter how modest, brings you closer to your aspirations. So just remember, you can't see change whilst things are changing, but you can notice it when you look back. So track your progress. Here's another ask for support and guidance. I mentioned in the previous episode how success is never of our effort alone. And you know that really kind of stems from the fact that life and business are shared experiences. You won't experience your hopes and tensions and goals or resolutions on your effort alone or in isolation. It simply doesn't work like that. So whenever you feel stuck or you are unclear as you navigate the, you know, inevitable ebbs and flows of the new year, and how do you go from point A to point B, remember, you need not navigate this journey alone. Also, you don't grow in isolation. And if you were doing either of those things, recognize that that too is a choice. Because here's the deal valuable ideas, insights, strategies, and connections might be one innocuous conversation away. And here's another, gratitude rocks. In the pursuit of different, perhaps better, it is easy to get caught up in what's missing and what's lacking, what you don't yet have. Yet being grateful for what you have right now actually makes room for what you want. And who knows, it may even look better than your initial vision. And remember, gratitude isn't about settling for less than, or denying any challenges or difficulties that you may encounter or as you are experiencing them. It's about finding moments of appreciation and thankfulness, even when things aren't as you want. That is the incredible power of gratitude. In a few days, the clock will strike midnight for January 1, the start of a new year. And this represents that time of the year where it is customary to set intentions and goals or resolutions with hopes that aspects of your life and business will be different, better, perhaps. Now, I won't say that it is time to stop being scared of your money and its role in making you or making what you want become reality. I will say it is time to stop letting that fear control your actions and limit your possibilities. Taking a stand in this way for what you want in the new year can bring you closer to the brighter, more prosperous future that you desire in every way, which is exactly what I wish for you. So on that note, happy new year. (laughs) As always, thank you so much for listening today and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. We do read them. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please comment below. And as always, if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jacquette. I will be back with another episode and I hope you will too. And until next time, until the new year, remember it's about more than money.